Why does it seem like that every single fucking couple of months they come out with a new cereal, but it's like shit from our fucking childhood? You know what I mean? Like the fucking Cosmic Brownies, now there's a cereal for it. Dunkaroos, now there's a cereal for it. It's almost like they're running out of ideas like movies and they're trying to get nostalgia back and people to start eating those, uh, quote, healthy, unquote, cereal brands all over again. Like it's losing its business. Uh, I don't fucking get it, man. Uh, I eat my cereal dry like a fucking psycho anyway, so. good it's the rap game dennis reynolds that i'm your boy howie snickers here to bring you the dirty mouth podcast now i know it's been a while and you know like yo where the fuck this motherfucker been at uh, motherfucker i'm busy I-, I got shit to do so i'm gonna bang these the fuck out and i'm gonna entertain you motherfuckers for a little bit so sit back relax grab a fucking cold beverage a fucking snack enjoy yourself and listen to me ramble about some shit so today what i want to get into is the nfl now obviously madden's coming out it's the fucking preseason we're about to start this shit up and i'm going to go over my advantages and disadvantages for every team in the afc and the nfc so without further ado Let's start with the fucking AFC. I'm going to go off with the East here and do the New York Jets first. Now, the thing that troubles me about this team is, I would say, their running game, the rush defense, and the young core. Now, they got a stud here in Zach Wilson. Now, I'm not sure what he's going to be able to do. Uh, He was pretty good in BYU, and everyone's saying that he reads like Peyton Manning, but I'm not completely sold on that shit. We're going to have to wait and find out. He will be the advantage. The disadvantage is they're missing a lot of pieces. Now, they've gotten rid of one of the best players on that team, Jamal Adams. Uh, My boy, I forget his name, Quentin Williams. He's still over there, and he signed a nice contract, which he deserved. And I feel like he's going to go down as a Hall of Famer. He's going to get that coat at the end of his career. But other than that, I'm not sure, man. I mean, people are saying that the new uh, rookie receiver that they have over there is supposed to be the second coming of fucking Jesus Christ himself. But I haven't watched enough film to study on it to know that he's going to make an impact on that team. I'm going to go ahead and give them a strong... What they had in an extra week this year, this year, so what instead of 16 games, it's 17 games, right? I want to go five and 12 for the New York Jets, Miami. All right, you know how I feel about Tula Ravioli. I'm not 100% sure that's the guy they want to move forward with. Now, he has an advantage because he's left-handed. You know what I mean? I feel like that's the only piece they're missing. Their defense is entirely under the fucking radar. They have a nice run game, a good receiving core, even getting rid of Jarvis Landry. I still like what I see there. They have a good tight end. The offensive line is not weak at all. I'm not sure. I, I feel like the quarterback is the only missing piece there. Uh, I feel like there's going to be a big trade to come in the future. By midseason, they're going to bench him and have a backup come in and play, but they're going to implode. I'm going to go with a 
three and fourteen on the season. That's just me. I'm just talking my shit. Let's move forward to New England. Now, you guys all know Cam Newton's my motherfucking boy. But I feel like his time is running the fuck out, and it's a shame. I don't understand what happened, and I don't know why the NFL gave up on this man because uh, he went from having a Super Bowl running MVP candidate fucking top of the world season to literally falling off the face of the earth riddled with foot injuries. Ooh, I don't know if I want to edit that or not. I think I want to keep it in there. That shit was real. (laughs) And bless me, I guess. Uh, Mac Jones, let's see what this kid's about. All right. Now, Belichick has a thing for plug and play fucking pieces. So, I mean, they could run away with the division or at least get a wild card spot, but we always have that pesky Buffalo. So, with New England, I'm going to give them a 6 and 11 on the year and a wild card spot. I know that sounds fucking crazy. Moving forward, uh, we're going to have Buffalo. Now, this team, 100% Super Bowl contender. They have one of the best, if not the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Argue with your mom. I'm not here for it. My only problem, run game. My only problem is the run game. Singletary, he's decent. He's all right. I mean, I, I can't say that. I would want him as a back. He's decent for a uh, third and down back, but they need one of those hybrid backs, one of those receiving backs, one of those ones that'll give you 100 yards a game and you can fucking count on them to score as soon as they're at goal line. I don't think Singletary's that guy. He, he He's decent, but that's about it. The defense is incredible. Tredavious White in the corner. Uh, the fucking receiver core is amazing. Quarterback is just the running back. That, that's what we're missing here. They're going to have a stellar season. I want to give them a 12-5 and five and definitely going to run away with the AFC East. All right. So moving to the AFC West, we got the Chargers. Now, uh, if you look at that team statistically and you pay attention to all the times that they've lost or they've been up in a fucking game and fucking by the skin of their teeth, Lost the fucking lead. I, I'm. I, I feel so bad for these fucking fans, man. The team is good. They're not missing anything. They have everything. Justin Herbert is that guy. I don't appreciate what they did to my man Tyrod Taylor, but we all know everybody is excited and their fucking dicks are hard to see a rookie come out and be that next fucking diamond in the rough. Now with Justin Herbert. He's going to be one of those. You know how we had the comparisons when they put Philip Rivers, Eli Manning, and Ben Roethlisberger up? He's going to be in that conversation. Herbert's going to be in that conversation. It's going to be Herbert, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Those are going to be the quarterbacks of this new era. And I'm here for it. And I enjoy watching it. And I would definitely pick him up in my fantasy because he's going to get you a lot of points. Uh, with Keenan Allen and what's the guy's name? Mike Mike Wallace? That's very uh, that's a fucking fantasy sleeper. Now, if you're fucking listening, if you're paying attention, then I, if you fuck with me and you listen to my fucking podcast, you would pick him. Now, I want to do another shout out because uh, apparently nobody was fucking listening, and I'm going to post an Instagram post on my Instagram page, the Dirty Mouth Podcast. The first person to comment on there with a hashtag. Welcome back, Howie. I will give $50 
you just have to cash at me inbox and i will shout out the winner now if you don't do it that lets me know you're not fucking with my shit all right back to the conversation at hand i think the chargers are going to sneak away with uh 11 and 6 and they're going to lose a bunch of fucking heartbreaking games chiefs there, there is the cheap. They can go back to the Super Bowl every year for the next five years, but my main concern here is this contract that they gave Mahomes. Now he can restructure it, obviously, because that's not just how the NFL works. But they paid this man so much money. There's not going to be able to sign anybody within the upcoming years. Now they got Tyreek Hill, they got Travis Kelsey, uh, they got Clyde Edward Alaire. They have a fucking squad. Like, the defense is deep. Frank Clark done fucked up. I can't even remember. It's some domestic violence bullshit. Because you know these motherfucking football players in the offseason lose their goddamn mind and get high and fucking drunk and start wilding the fuck out. And I can't fucking take it. But obviously, I think the fucking uh, Chiefs will go 15-2 and and they're fucking walking away with that division easily. All right, so we got the Broncos. Uh, Their quarterback situation is a goddamn mess. And I'm not saying that because I dislike the Broncos, because I heavily do. But they passed up on some (laughs) fine quarterbacks. And I think they're sticking with Drew Locke even over Teddy Bridgewater. Now, me, from personal experience, having this man on our fucking team, he didn't do dick. He's fucking Teddy checked down Midwater. I'm not a fucking fan. However... With the right situation, with the right plug-and-play system, they can do something. They just haven't figured it the fuck out yet. They're definitely not winning that fucking division. But that defense is going to be fast and fucking scary. That's all I got to say about that. And if I had to give an opinion on what I think their record would be, I don't want to be generous because I don't really fuck with them. So we're going to do a 9-8. and I don't know. I'm fucking tired. I just got done work. So, we got the Raiders, last but not least, in the AFC West. Now, they have a nice coach. They have a very fast young core. They have an amazing defense. They have an awesome running back. I mean, they got gold right there. The line's nice. The defense is great. The only problem is Derek Carr. Derek Carr is the mediocre of mediocre quarterbacks. Now, I'm not sure what Chucky plans on doing with that team, but he has a very short window to make shit happen. Now, if he doesn't fucking excel within the next two seasons, they got to let that man go. So it's either Carr or fucking Chucky because one of those motherfuckers just don't fit with the fucking system. Those motherfuckers are going to finish at the bottom of the division or tie with the fucking Broncos, and they're going to have a measly ass Four and fucking 13. Moving forward, let's talk about the fucking Steelers and the AFC North. Now, I'm not sold on James Conner. Najee Harris, is he really going to be the piece that fucking brings them to justice? I I don't even know if James Conner plays for fucking Pittsburgh anymore. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to fucking fact check that. I'll get back to that. But that's besides the point. I don't know if a rookie quarterback can turn things around for a team that's on its last leg. Now, Dwayne Haskins leaving from the football team, possibly taking Ben Roethlisberger's spot, I really like because I don't feel like Haskins got a good go at it. Now, 
he's young and he's immature, but this is the new year and it's a completely different program. And I don't think Tomlin fucks around. So we'll see. Now, Ben Roethlisberger, I don't know what the fuck this man has to prove. Didn't he win two Super Bowls already? Like, bro, just hang it the fuck up. You're a rapist. Like, I really don't have any respect for that man. And everybody sweeps him under the rug like it's not that big of a deal. And he's a piece of fucking shit. So, and argue with your mom. I'm not here to fucking make friends. I'm just here to fucking spit facts. Uh, Juju, he's going to keep dancing because he has a fucking contract with fucking TikTok. And that's fine because he's fucking young and he's getting his fucking money. I'm not even mad at that. But what I am mad at is if you're not going to fucking win games, you got to chill the fuck out, man. Focus on what you need to do to bring your team to the next fucking level. The Steelers are not going to win their division at all, and they're going to have an 11-6 season. However, they will get a wild card spot, possibly. The Browns. The Browns. You know, you know how amazing the Browns did last year? These motherfuckers were two games away from winning a Super Bowl. Now, just flash back and think about how these motherfuckers – we had a winless season and threw a fucking parade. So moving forward. Now, with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb as a two-headed monster, and that's exactly what I'm talking about with Buffalo needs, that one-two punch, they have one of the best running back duos in the NFL. And I don't think you would disagree with me. Baker Mayfield is okay. I'm, I'm, I don't love him. I don't hate him. He's okay. Defense, fucking stellar. Offensive line fucking stellar. They got Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry, man. It's almost like a fucking Ultimate League team. Like, you can't go wrong there. I I fuck with it, but we'll see what happens. Now, the Browns are going to win that division. I'm going to give them a 13-4. and Let's see. We got the Baltimore Ravens. Now, (laughs) a lot of people hate on this fucking team, right? The, The advantage, obviously, is Lamar Jackson. Here's my thing. He doesn't have anybody that catches the fucking ball. Like, we got Mark Andrews as the tight end, and that's dope. But fucking Hollywood Brown, he isn't a consistent fucking receiver. He's very streaky. And that's my fucking issue there. Now, Lamar knows how to fucking turn it on, and he can fucking cut and all. But until he fucking gets past that evil adversary, Patrick Mahomes... There's not going to be much to be said about this man. He He's literally going to be remembered as a what-if situation that could happen. So the the fault in their uh, team is definitely their receiver core. The Ravens are going to have a wild card as well, and I'm going to give them an 11-6. and six. Last but not least, that's going to finish dead last at the fucking bottom of the barrel is the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, I guess the fucking owner, the managers, the coaches said, fuck your knee. This man tore his ACL running for his goddamn life because that line is straight ass cheeks. And they drafted the receiver that he played with in LSU. Now, be that as it may, they're fucking boys. You know what I mean? And he probably personally asked for him to get drafted, but they could have waited another fucking round. He would have still been there. You need to fucking beat that own lineup. That's the fucking fault. You don't even have to fucking watch football to know that shit, man. That man, he has a fucking scar on his knee. Did you see that fucking photo they posted? This man is sitting in a chair surrounded by his boys with the fucking ACL scar on his knee, and you could see in his face like, help me. (laughs) 
fucking help me, bro. Now, like, don't get it twisted. He's going to have a great fucking season. Like, he's going to maybe be a uh, comeback player, uh, you know, since he fucking tore his uh, ACL. But they're still going to finish bottom of the fucking barrel. And I want to give them a being generous here with a 5 and a 12. A very generous 5 and fucking 12. Let's move forward to the AFC South. That's last but not fucking least. The Texans, the Houston Texans. Boy, they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Goddamn. Got rid of J.J. White. What? Goddamn. Deshaun Watson doesn't even know what the fuck he's doing, man. I, I haven't spoke with this, man. This is the first time ever that I'm speaking on the Deshaun Watson situation on my podcast. Deshaun Watson is a player that legit makes me think, what is the media trying to hide? Now, this man demanded a fucking trade, didn't want to fucking play for the team, didn't like how things were handled, and then all these sexual assault cases come up. Do you think they're fake? Do you think it's real? I don't know. Do you think it was consensual? I don't know. That's not for me to say. It would be wrong for me to say, actually. Here's my problem. Do we respect Deshaun Watson the same way? Now, this man almost got his whole life ruined. If it's fucking fake, these women should be arrested. But we don't fucking know. The only people that know are the women and fucking Deshaun Watson. And why does this man like Masaza so much? It kind of freaks me the fuck out. Okay, so Texans, they need to fucking blow up and rebuild their entire franchise because they don't have a fucking run game. They don't have a pass game. They don't have a fucking defense, and it's embarrassing. Oh, yeah, they don't even fucking have Jadavion Clowney anymore. Fucking tomfoolery. <laughs> Shenanigans. I wanna, the Texans are the fucking dickhead of the year, man. And Bill O'Brien flying to all those kids at fucking Penn State and talking about how he was going to stay there and be their fucking coach and then dipping off the Houston. I didn't forget about you blowing a fucking 24-point lead against fucking Kansas City, you motherfucker. People don't fucking forget. God damn. I'm glad this is the fucking Dirty Mouth podcast. I just realized how much I really fucking curse. So, who is obviously winning this division again is the Titans with Derrick Henry, the strongest advantage on that team. The receiving core is awesome. Their defenses, it's okay. Their quarterback is highly underrated. He doesn't really have to do anything when you have a motherfucker running 600 yards and for four touchdowns when you can just hand the fucking ball off. I mean, whatever. Save your arm strength for when you really fucking need it, right? Uh, that. They've been in talks of winning the Super Bowl and contending for quite a few years now. If they don't make it in this window, I think they're pretty much fucking done. So, with that being said, the Titans go 14 and fucking 3. Scary, but I don't think that they make a huge run in the postseason. Moving forward to Jacksonville. Now, they're still having a fucking issue between Gardner Minshew and Trevor Lawrence. Now, obviously, everybody loves Sunshine. And they think this man is amazing. And this guy hasn't lost a game. Well, he has an end for a rude awakening because the NFL is unforgiving. You know what I mean? So, Gardner Minshew is going to play as hard as he humanly fucking can. Now, I saw something on uh, NFL Network where they said that no one should be high on DJ Chark, Shark, whatever the fuck his last name is. Because he's having a very hard time with the coaches, he's not listening, and he hasn't been very well received by the other players. 
whatever the fuck that means, which probably makes me think that he's going to demand a trade or he's not going to play. And they said he had a nagging hamstring injury, so I definitely would avoid him in fantasy fucking football. However, the Jaguars will probably do decent this year. Nothing fucking crazy. I'm going to go with a seven and fucking ten. And last but not least in that division, we have the Colts. The Colts are fucking stacked, dude. (laughs) Like, they're fucking stacked. The offensive line may be the best offensive line in football today. The quarterback situation with Carson Wentz, I don't know, man. I don't think he's a leader, and I don't know if he can do it or not. The running backs are awesome. The wide receiver was uh, Hines and fucking Jonathan Taylor, which shout-out Salem, shout-out South Jersey. I mean, he's doing his fucking thing over there. And Marlon Mack. Like, he's fucking won me quite a few of my fantasy games. All right. Uh, The receiver core is dope. The defense is fucking amazing. I like the coaching staff over there. The Colts are going to give the Titans a run for their fucking money, but they're still not going to win that division because Carson Wentz is going to get hurt, and they're going to have to put the backup quarterback in. What do we got here? Should I be generous? Should I be generous? Should I be generous? Nah, 5-12 and as well. Yeah, that's that fucking how we talk. I know you guys fuck with that shit, right? (laughs) Now we're going to flip it over and go to the NFC side. Now, to the NFC, which I'm probably more knowledgeable about being in the Eastern Conference of the United States of America, if that makes sense. So, let's get into it and go down to my fucking predictions on this side. We're going to start off with the NFC East and, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, their quarterback situation is pretty fucking trash. Uh, Their line is depleting and very old on both sides of the ball. Their cornerback situation is not good at all. Darius Slay got burned, like, nonstop. Jalen Mills is, he had one good year, and he's out of his fucking prime. What the fuck is that guy's name? They fucking just grabbed him, and then they just released him. McLeod, I can't remember off the top of my fucking head. I'm going to have to fact check that shit, too. Uh, Their cornerback situation, they got Joe Flacco, and they got Jalen Hurts. And and there's rumors swirling around that they want to show Watson, but who knows if that's fucking true or not. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. They're running back and the receivers are fucking stellar, and I'll give them that. And with the new coaching staff, they might bring some fresh blood in to the fucking division. But we'll see what happens because we're going to have to wait. You know what I mean? Not really my cup of tea. You know, I'm not really an Eagles fan, so we're going to move forward. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh, I'm sorry. The Eagles record. Uh, 6-11, and 11, maybe. Uh, they might go 500. Uh, however, 500 works in a 17-week fucking season. Because uh, I'm not good at that math stuff. So we're going to go next to the Dallas Cowboys. Now, these motherfuckers are going to run away with the division. Uh, Dak Prescott has a fucking chip on his shoulder that is so goddamn big. He's going to fucking show the league what the fuck he's getting paid for. Now, he was balling, and he was on record-setting fucking numbers before he got fucking injured. And I don't know if you guys remember that or not, but he definitely was on his way to possibly being the fucking NFL MVP. Now, be that as it may, 
Zeke Elliott, I'm not too fucking sold on. He got the money and he fucking bailed out. I mean, I see that he's fucking eating healthy, taking care of his body, and he's trying to get back in shape. But I don't think he's a factor as much as he used to be in the first couple of seasons. You know, it's a very short window for these fucking running backs. You know, C.D. Lamb, I fuck with him. Uh, Shamari Cooper, I like I like the core, but I don't know. Maybe they need that one-two punch with the running backs. Their defense is stellar. The Nah, not really. Uh, I take that back. Their offensive line was at a point in time, but they're rebuilding. So I want to say that they take that division, but not by much. They're going to get it by the skin of their fucking teeth. We're going to do uh, 10 and 7 there. Uh, the Giants? <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck to start with the Giants. Uh, the Saquon Barkley situation. That man's going to be good for a couple of weeks and he's going to fucking injure himself. Uh, their fucking coaching staff is a fucking joke. Their quarterback situation, Danny Dimes, um, I would stay the far the fuck away from him, even if he's in the last fucking resort in a fantasy football league. Like, bro, I, I don't trust that man. Hey, he got tackled by the turf monster and after that it was kind of over. I wasn't told on him anymore. Uh, the receivers, they might do decent this year, but look who's throwing them the ball. And that offensive line is not exactly uh, top tier. I'm going to go ahead and give them a fucking 9-8. and eight. And the Washington football team. Now, this team might give Dallas a run for their fucking money. They're going to come out with a name. The defense is looking good. Of course, I like Ron Rivera. Chase Young is a fucking promising player. He might go down as one of the greats. Uh, I, I wasn't sold on him at first. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was going to be a bust, but he's he's proven his worth. He's fucking fast. He's fucking strong. And he has a fucking chip on his shoulder, and he's a leader. I fuck with that shit. Now, their running game, I'm not too sure about. That's a big disadvantage, as well as Fitzpatrick as their starting quarterback. I mean, the Dwayne Haskins situation, I understand. They they need somebody to start, but I don't know if I like that because Fitzpatrick is so wishy-washy. He'll throw for seven touchdowns one game and six interceptions the next. So you never know how that works. Now, they're going to be competing with Dallas, and they might get a wild card spot as well. I want to give them a 10-7. All right, moving to the NFC West, we got the uh, – Los Angeles Rams. Now, Matt Stafford's over there now. That's very interesting to me. Why? Because Jared Goff was manageable, but Stafford, again, I want to repeat myself, he has a chip on his shoulder, and he has something to prove. Now, he had a different career with Detroit because he wasn't getting the help that he needed. But now, with the Rams, that defense is stellar. Sean McVay is a very... uh, good coach i guess for the amount of time he's been in the nfl and what he's produced i say i would trust him as a head coach of my team to lead us to a championship that's definitely going to be a lot of points i think matt stafford's going to be a steal unless he gets fucking injured early in the fucking season i definitely would pick this man the rams might win that division but i'm not 100 percent sold on them they're going to have a good season though i i would say that the they might start out strong, like with a 5-0, and lose four straight, and, and just fall off the face of the fucking earth. But who am I? I I'm just here to talk my shit. I'm going to say that the Rams have 
an 11-6 fucking season, and they give Seattle a run for their money because you know how well the Seahawks have done for the past couple of years in that division. Uh, the Cardinals. Woo! Cardinals firing on all cylinders, man. They got J.J. Watt over there now. We got fucking Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. I can't believe they got rid of fucking Honey Badger. That defense, it makes me so sad. Patrick Peterson's the fuck out of there too, man. I don't know. <laughs> that That's their disadvantage right there, their, their defense. I don't think J.J. Watt, he, he's an awesome presence. He's a good leader there, you know what I mean? Like, he could fucking take the youth and bring them to the next fucking level. But as far as them winning anything, I don't think it's their time yet. And it's sad because I want to see Larry Fitzgerald get a fucking ring before he goes because that clock is fucking ticking, man. And I'm sure he could play for another 10 seasons. But come on, man. It's almost time to hang it the fuck up. I'm going to go ahead and say that the Cardinals finish uh, possibly last in their fucking division. And I'm going to give them a 9-8. and eight. Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson is that fucking offense. It's crazy. He has DK Metcalf, which doesn't catch the ball, and Lockett, who is an amazingly underlooked, overlooked, whatever you want to call it, underrated fucking receiver. And no one pays attention to him, and he got three, four touchdowns a game sometimes. Now, that offensive line is atrocious, and that defense, I don't understand. Now, Jamal Adams being over there, you think he'd be the anchor, and he'd fucking save it, and it's no more the Legion of Doom. Uh... It's sad to see all those people that are going now, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman, uh, they're all out that bitch. So we'll see what they can do. I don't, I don't know. Russell Wilson, man, it, that clock is ticking, bro. I mean, I know you went had two Super Bowl appearances, but you, you got to get back there. Or else you're going to – you're like week one through five MVP season, and then you fall flat on your fucking face. The Seahawks will finish their season 11-6. and six. The Niners – Trey Lance, it's your time to shine, baby. Now, the Niners didn't even need anything. They had everything going for them. So, again, defense stacked, offense stacked. Literally, that's a plug and play. If Bill Belichick was in fucking San Francisco, those motherfuckers would have three-peated a Super Bowl. That's a hot take for you. Uh, Trey Lance, I hope he does well. What was it? I think Jimmy G last year didn't have any throws over 80 yards. And the first throw Trey Lance threw in the fucking preseason was over 80 yards. That's fucking impressive. But then again, it's preseason. And we don't give out awards for fucking preseason bullshit, man. I want to go ahead and say that the Niners are going to give the Rams a run for their money. And it's going to be fucking high-quality TV to fucking watch. We're going to do 11-6 and six there. Moving forward, we're going to go to the NFC fucking north and talk about the fucking lions now i don't fucking know dude jared Goff went over there and he's about to have the worst time ever of his goddamn life deandre swift is cool and i fuck with carry on johnson but he went to philly and they caught him i think it says nagging fucking injuries man i fuck with uh the Lions tight end, TJ Hawkinson, that motherfucker slipped under the fucking radar, and he scored a lot of fucking points for me on my fucking fantasy, but who am I? The Lions are going to finish dead last in their fucking division, and it's sad, and Jared Goff is going to demand a fucking trade. I'm going to call that shit right the fuck now. Jared Goff, uh, I'm sorry I feel for you, man, but Detroit is not where it's at. We're going to do a 6 and fucking 11 here. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, 
they could win their division. They might not not. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. They barely could get Aaron Rodgers to show the fuck up. He finally fucking decided that he was going to play. Now the fucking manager is talking shit about Devontae Adams. Now, Devontae Adams and Rodgers are boys. and he, Wherever Rodgers goes, Devontae Adams is going to fucking go. Their offense is fucking great. Their defense is, eh. Desmond King was getting smoked in the fucking playoffs last year against Tampa Bay, which was embarrassing, but maybe they'll fucking do something to switch around. I know they traded cornerbacks with New York, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, the Packers are going to have a very strong season. I want to do a 13-4 and four with them, and they're going to lead that division. Uh, the Bears. Andy Dalton said that <laughs> Justin Fields would be good, but it's his time. Andy Dalton, sir, you have a fucking sore throat, and you will lose your fucking starting position, I promise you. By week five, uh, Justin Fields is the Chicago Bears quarterback. Justin Fields, how does it feel to be one of the first black quarterbacks to start in Chicago? Either they're going to eat you up or fucking hate your guts. Good luck to you, sir. I'm going to give you guys an 11-6. and six. And the Vikings. Uh, Kirk Cousins looks like Crash Bandicoot, and I don't know how anybody hasn't seen that shit yet. Uh, I like him. He's manageable. Who do you got here? Justin Jefferson. I don't know if he's going to have the same year as he did last year, but I do fuck with Dalvin and Cook. Their defense is great. The offensive line is okay. I don't know how I feel about that tight end situation. Uh, the coaching staff, eh, every year they get rid of somebody. I don't even know what the fuck's going on there, to be honest with you. Minnesota's not going to do well. They're going to be fucking middle of the pack. I want to go ahead and give them a nine and fucking eight. Moving forward, last, literally last but not least, we have the New Orleans Saints. Now, Jameis Winston looked like he was fucking balling over there in New England. Or New England. Why the fuck did I say New England? Probably because Tom Brady's on the Buccaneers and he took Jameis Winston's spot and Tom Brady was in New England. Jameis Winston was fucking balling in New Orleans. Now, I know they have a little bit of a controversy here because of Taysom Hill which honestly shouldn't be a fucking quarterback. And whenever they put this man in with a gadget play, he's a fucking tight end. So just make him a fucking tight end. And I really wish fucking Tebow would have did that, going back to Jacksonville. This bitch got cut. Bro, if you would have took the advice when you were a quarterback years ago, 2011, and they said, yo, you should be a tight end instead. I don't think quarterback position is going to work out for you. And if you would have took that, you literally could have had a fucking ring. But no, instead you decided to be a sports announcer and a baseball player. Get the fuck out of my face with that. But back to the Saints. Uh, Michael Thomas doesn't want to play anymore, which that makes my heart happy being a fucking Panthers fan. Michael Thomas owns out with the Saints. Julio Jones is out. A fucking land. How the fuck did I forget that? Tennessee has Julio Jones. God damn, that's fucking scary. So I, I stick with my prediction about them being that best in that fucking division and running with it. Uh, the Saints, yeah, I can't tell. I, I can't give a fucking prediction for my fucking conference because it's, I don't know. I feel like that would be biased. So I'm not going to say anything. I, I'm just going to give the advantage. And the, the advantage is definitely Jameis Winston. The disadvantage is uh, Michael Thomas wants out. And of course, Alvin Kamara is a fucking beast. Moving to Tampa Bay, those motherfuckers are going to repeat, and it's all because of Tom Brady and that fucking system. The golden boy of the NFL advantage, uh, they have a fucking stacked-ass team. Uh, the disadvantage, they don't. They literally don't fucking have one. They literally re-signed the entire Super Bowl team from last year. Like, Tom Brady, uh, hats off to you, sir, because if you have seven rings, 
I, I get that. You got a ring for every day of the week, big dog. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> the Falcons, uh, I literally rather watch Kanye West sit in the room for 24 hours than discuss what I like or dislike about this fucking team because I don't care. But Matt Ryan, he's on his way the fuck out. Calvin Ridley, I fuck with you. You're that dude. Uh, and let's talk about the Panthers. Okay, Panthers. Here's my problem. Why did Matt Rule say in the preseason that he was not happy with the passing? Now, we got Sam Darnold over here, and I thought we got him on a steal because, hey, new fresh legs. He's going to fucking kill it. He's going to do his fucking thing over here in fucking Carolina. And of course not. He doesn't like how he's passing. Now, our backup's P.J. Walker, which he's stellar. He plays the chip on his shoulder. And Will Greer, who has to get the fuck up out of here because I don't fuck with him. However, I feel like we'll do decent. We have a very young fucking defense. I know Troy Pride tore his fucking ACL and he's out for the fucking year, but that's okay. Uh, Derek Brown, one of the fucking first picks that we had, he's balling the fuck out. Christian McCaffrey's coming back healthy. Robbie Anderson, I think he tore his ACL, but it was a slight tear. I don't know how much that affects us. But uh, people are saying that we need to be on the lookout for this man, Terrace Marshall Jr., which I'm excited to see how this man plays because they said it's just like Steve Smith. So we'll see. I'm not going to give ourselves a record. My only problem here is uh, giving Christian McCaffrey a fucking break because they're going to run him into the goddamn ground being a running back. And uh, curious as to how Andy Dalton's project will play the fuck out. Matt Rule, I'm trusting you. You turn franchises around, so we'll see what happens. But uh, I think that's it. I'm out of time, and a nigga's tired. So thank you for listening to my motherfucking podcast, and stay tuned because I am going to keep busy. I fucking love you all, and good night.